you're listening to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, presented by Brandon Elliott. This show will be going over all aspects of real estate investing and is intended to educate, motivate, and prepare you to take action on your first or next real estate investment. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy. What's going on, everyone, and welcome back to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. I am your host, Brandon Elliott, and today you guys are privileged to just have me. It's just me, myself, and I, and speaking to you guys in regards to something that, you know, I just got done doing our full remodel on our fourplex here in San Diego. We got done doing a remodel long distance in Ohio as well. That was a lot shorter. But overall, I've done episodes on this particular topic in the past, and for some reason, I still don't learn from my personal mistakes. So I feel like it's very crucial for me to repeat this here for you guys, because no matter how many times you read it in a book, how many times you listen to it, hear it on podcasts, or even speak it yourself, and even teach it out to your students... Myself, personally, I am guilty of doing these three things that are very crucial, and I think everybody should have this down to the T. I mean, after this, you should really, like, truly want to improve on these three things while you're dealing with contractors. Now, my contractor is amazing. Bottom line, he's really, really great quality. He's an amazing guy. I built an awesome relationship with him. And it's not even just locally here, but that also goes for in the Midwest as well in Ohio. So I do want to cover these three things that I personally even screwed up on with as much experience that I have doing dozens of deals, dozens of remodels at this point and still screwing up on this. So I want to make sure that you guys are learning from my mistakes as well. Because I believe that's where you'll learn the most. You know, once you're actively, like, just constantly out there doing it, that's when you're going to learn hands-on, that hard grit feeling. And I pray that you can learn from some of my mistakes today and be able to improve and not make the same mistakes while you're on your next or current project that you're working on. But before we dive into these three things that are very, very crucial, okay, And I've talked about some of this in podcasts in the past, but before we dive into these three topics, again, very crucial, I want to go over some other things, some updates that we're doing. First off, we got, we're just jumping into Airbnb right now. So we're having an just unbelievable experience with that. Just something mind blowing, you know, especially with COVID right now, we started getting fearful thinking that we weren't going to be able to you know, actually do Airbnb in all four units. So we were planning on potentially just doing it, trying it out on two, see how that goes, then try the other two, potentially do like long-term rentals for at least three to six months for the other two units. And then the very first night that we actually posted our Airbnb in just one of the units, we weren't even fully set up yet properly how we would like. We ended up getting three bookings right away, like boom, boom, boom. One guy booked for the whole month, like a bunch of things that we weren't expecting. So a lot of amazing experience and just super blessed to be able to just talk about that in the near future. We just had our first guest last night. We just went over there and cleaned it a little bit ago. And as we're trying to systemize this, find some good cleaners and just put all the 
puzzle pieces together so we could really leverage this and scale out. We always like to jump in first, hands on, to be able to experience it ourselves so we can talk the talk, walk the walk, and understand from a leadership role exactly what the people are going through that we're hiring on to be able to do the things that we're currently actively doing right now. So we like to experience it first and then hire out. So a lot of fun things with that. We definitely super excited to be able to dive into a full episode on that in the very near future. We want to get a full month under our belt before I start talking about it. But boy, oh boy, we are having some fun with it and very excited. And God also told me that once I I was praying over some of the units and when I went over to pray over the vacant units, the ones that aren't staged, I just felt him telling me, first off, I just naturally felt like I needed to pray harder and longer over these two individual units, just naturally, right away. I just felt that. The other two, I just felt naturally blessed as I was praying over and declaring and saying and speaking life into it. I was like, this is a done deal. I'm above and beyond excited and anticipating that this is going to flourish like never seen before. So I'm excited for those two. But when I was praying over the other two vacant unstaged units, I just felt God telling me, you know, fill these and then watch me take care of the rest. So I'm excited to actually get these all staged, looking sexy, and then be able to put that out there to the public. And then within a month or so, we'll get on a full episode talking about Airbnb. We'll get Jennifer on as well. I'll snag her in here so you guys can be able to get a firsthand woman's opinion on everything because she's doing a lot of the Airbnb aspect of it, which is cool. And besides Airbnb, I also want to talk about Credit Council Elite. Now, we got some amazing, amazing, awesome things coming on with Credit Council Elite. It's just blowing up, honestly. Uh, We're teaching so many people left and right, so many people enrolling on a regular basis, and it's bringing ridiculous breakthroughs for unbelievable amount of people. Something that I really just naturally wasn't anticipating or expecting by any means, to say the least. And I'm just above and beyond excited. I'm above and beyond just blessed. And overall, I mean, I don't know. I'm lost for words when it comes down to Credit Council Elite and what we're doing with credit repair, teaching people, doing it for you service. Everybody knows for the most part, most listeners, you know, tuning in, know that we do the 24-hour hard inquiry removal on Experian only, but we're also doing full credit repair And I believe next week or so, we're going to have an episode coming out very soon in regards to just the credit repair. So we we can really dive in deeper to that. But just so you know, just a quick little teaser, if you guys have any or know anybody that has any late payments, collections, a bunch of hard inquiries across the three bureaus, if your score is suffering from that, bankruptcies, judgments, like anything related that's negative on your credit, just know please know that it all can be fixed. It all can be removed. It all can be improved, right? So I'm very excited for that. So if you guys have anybody, just text over the word credit repair to 609-231-9018 and we'll make sure that somebody reaches back out to you and can help you with whatever is going on in your world with credit. Okay, and let's dive into these three must-haves. It's a serious must-haves. You're going to want to seriously 
consider having these three because when it comes down to dealing with contractors, dealing with your project, there's a lot of money, there's a lot of time, there's a lot of energy, there's a lot of frustration that could potentially come out of this that you want to minimize all this, right? You want to make sure that it, it goes exactly how you would like, above and beyond, and in a timely manner, make sure everything comes out exactly how you would like so that you can move on to the next stage because let's face it, remodeling is just one stage. Now, if you're doing a fix and flip, it's one of the biggest parts of the stage, right? You know, you got to purchase first, raise the money, all that fun stuff, get under contract. Those are a couple stages right there. But then, you know, if you want to combine that into one, then that second stage is very huge is the remodel. Yes. And then lastly, of course, is very important as well. You got to market it, right? So you can sell it, you know, to get the right numbers. But if you're doing a burst strategy, then you know that this is really just the beginning. You know, this is, we're at the first half of the game right now. You know, we raised the money, we got under contract, we raised the money, we did the full remodel. Okay, now we're halfway done. We were staging it and now we're renting it out. And then we're about to take it back to the bank to do a cash out refinance. So we get all the money back, pay off our lenders, our private money lenders as well. And then we hang on to this bad boy and manage it and season it for the long term. Okay. So as you know, we're just at the halfway mark right now, but this fourplex I'm talking about in specifically here in North Park, San Diego, California, we went through some learning curves. Okay. And we typically go through some learning curves with our projects, but what I've learned and what I've known and something I'm still screwing up on, that's why I feel so crucial. I think it's so important to actually speak about it right now to hopefully cut some learning curves from you guys in the future. But I truly do believe that these three things are so, so crucial. Okay. So let's talk about it. Right. And no particular order. There probably should be an order, but the detailed scope of work, that means that you being the investor, you want to know exactly what the end goal is for this project. Like, yes, you want it remodeled, of course. But what are the finishing touches, right? And I'm a type of person, I start running and I'll figure it out as I go. And that's what I've done on this project as well. And it's okay, but there's frustration. There's potential things that could go wrong. There's things that if it was just simply written out, known exactly from the beginning, what the end was supposed to look like, and it was written out, detailed, scope of work, okay, what a so is, it's breaking down exactly what you're trying to do here, okay? So a detailed scope of work is just so, so crucial, okay? And what I recommend is having it written down, obviously, having two copies, one for you, one for your contractor, for you to go through it on your own a dozen times or more, Okay. And have other people in the mix as well, trying to bring things up so you guys can talk about it and make sure it's all on there. Okay. And then afterwards, go through with your contractor several times to do the same thing and just make sure you're not missing anything. Make sure that you get everything. Okay. At the end of the day, after it's all written out and you guys have it to the T from stage one to the very last stage of completing finishing touches, you want to make sure that you videotape it. You videotape going over exactly from the beginning to end, what the steps are, what the process is, in what order, and what things are going to get done, what's going to get installed, where it's going to get installed, exactly the location, upside down, right side up, however you want to do it. Make sure these things are done properly 
So it's like a instruction manual for both of you to go off of. Okay. You'll never be lost at the end of the day. Okay. There's always going to be something that you can take a look at and say, okay, well we checked these things off, but this isn't done here. We are. Okay, cool. We're on track. And sometimes you'll jump around and that's okay. But you want to make sure that it's detailed scope of work. You guys are both on the same page, apples to apples. You're not making things up as you go or adjusting as you go. And you will have to adjust. You know, if you're a control freak, get over it. You're, you know that you will have to adjust some minor things as you go. But you're going to have to do a lot less of adjusting if you have your detailed scope of work, beginning to end, finishing touches and all, colors, everything picked out from the beginning and some backup plans, God forbid, just in case in the beginning and you videotape it. So there's no discrepancies because something that me and my contractor ran into is I had it written down. He believed that, you know, that we didn't cover it. And then thankfully it was written down, but he got to see it and he was like, you know, we never covered that. And, and there's frustration on his part. Right. So those are some of the things. Also electrical box, you know, my electrical box, I wasn't clear enough to say, Hey, we're replacing these electrical boxes. You know, let's make sure that we put more than enough extra room on there. Instead, he just filled it up to the brim. He did just enough of juice pretty much on the boxes. So now that they're full, they're brand new boxes, but they're full on the panels. So I can't add anything else to it. I can't add solar panels without upgrading my boxes. They're already brand new, but now I got to switch them out. Okay. And same thing if I wanted to add like a, a jacuzzi or something outside jacuzzi. You know, I need electricity for that. So I would need to upgrade my boxes again. So those are something naturally that I personally would just naturally think, okay, if you're going to put brand new ones on there, leave some extra spots available for improvement. You know, even though everything's brand new, we're utilizing everything at this moment. Who knows? Maybe we'll add some extra things in the future. You know, so these are little things that, you know, I might think one way and assume it's going to be that way. But, you know, somebody else, totally different mindset, totally different person is thinking potentially a whole nother direction. So you want to make sure that you guys write everything down, your detailed scope of work, and you're not missing anything and then videotape it. Okay. Make sure you guys both sign it, email it to each other. No confusions, no frustration. It's going to help out tremendously. Okay. And number two is always have a reward now, a reward is typically going to be a bonus. You got to figure out what the reward looks like and what seems fair. What I like to do, and I verbally did this, and we actually wrote down the reward, but we didn't do the third step, which comes down to a pain point, okay? So pain point and a reward is very, very crucial. And a pain point should be regarding time, typically. You know, if it takes too long, then, you know, time is money. So it costs me more money the longer this project goes on, both paying my contractor and also the project itself, like the holding costs, right? It just keeps on adding up. I, I can't make money from this until the remodel is completely done, then I can rent it out, right? So that's very frustrating. And I did do a reward, but I didn't do a pain point because, because I let friendship and relationship of all these good times in the past dealing with one-on-one -on -one with my contractor, not thinking that there could potentially be a bad time where COVID could come up. At the end of the day, a pain point is so, so needed because it keeps people in line, it keeps people direct, and there is incentives 
to be able to get done the job sooner than later. It costs them more money as well to have this thing prolonged. They can't get to their next job. You know, my contractor missed out on several jobs. This project should have took a month and a half. It took, oh God, it took forever. That's what it took. It took damn near like three or like four months. Okay. Like not cool. Not cool at all. We got access to one unit. I believe it was February 16th. I think it was a Monday. And then got access to two more units at the end of February. So March 1st. And then the fourth unit we got access to by the 7th of March, a week into it. Okay. So at the most, you know, we should have got this done, you know, a lot sooner. And the project always starts off like full force, crushing it. These guys are going above and beyond, knocking it out. Had eight to 11 people working every day, knocking things out. You know, plenty of issues came up. We overcame them and we're just punching through the list left and right, which was awesome. Then the finishing touches come around and people just stop showing up. COVID comes around. And yes, that's a worldwide pandemic catastrophe, of course, but there should still be a pain point behind it because it's still costing time. It's still costing money. And if these guys want a bonus at the end of the day, then incentivize to get it done sooner than later, right? So this is how I like to do my bonuses. If they say it's going to take, let's say, just for an example, 30 days. Okay. So I'll say perfect. So by 30 days, it should be done, right? Yeah, it should be done. You know, worst case scenario, maybe a day or two after, I'm like perfect. So let's just say, you know, 37 days, uh, you know, one, one week after a month. Okay. So a month and one week, it's 100% above and beyond done. Correct. I get that confirmation that yes, agreement from my contractor. He says, of course, 100%. I'm like, perfect. So I'll give you till then before the pain point starts kicking in, right? And if you pay or if you get done this project by the 30th, like you said, then I'll give you a bonus, whatever that bonus is. You know, I set mine up with 2000 I believe, or $3,000 for this project, right? So, you know, whatever that bonus is, that's what you put behind it. You say it's going to be done by the 30th. Cool. I'll give you a bonus if you get it done that day or a couple days before, right? And then if you take longer than a week after, when you say it's going to be done, then there's going to be a penalty, a daily penalty, because it costs me $9,500 per month. That's the holding cost, $9,500. And even if they were just covering the holding cost per month and it took a full year, then I got to come up with the rest of the money, $1.25 million to be able to pay off my lenders more than that, actually. You know, that's just the first part of it. So regardless, I need to come up with the money to be able to pay these guys off, the lenders, you know, the original purchase in the beginning. So that's not even if my contractor waits that whole time to actually get down, done the project, obviously we're both losing tremendously. So that's not even cutting it really, but there needs to be a pain point and usually it's regarding money. Now, when it comes down to contractors, there's three different characteristics that you're going to get from a contractor, right? You're either going to get great quality, you're going to get great time, or you're going to get great price. And typically you can get two out of these three. Now, it's 
a damn like unicorn if you find all three of these in one contractor. I just haven't found it. Okay, if you find it, please let me know. Share your contact. It's worth gold, just so you know. But obviously, because you're a loyal subscriber to Ready Set Go Real Estate Investing podcast, make sure you hook that up. That connection for free for me. And it depends on what location you're in that makes it really crucial that you focus on these two out of the three characteristics, right? Out here, we're definitely looking for a good time. We're looking for time because time is money and the holding costs are extremely high out here. Now in Ohio, I don't need to worry about time as much because I can get the best of the best price and great quality work. The holding costs are damn near nothing. So it's not a big deal to me right? As long as I can get good quality work and I don't need to worry about it in the future. Out here, time is a huge issue. And then quality is a huge issue because if the quality is bad, then I need to redo it again. That's more money, more time. And also, you know, you can potentially get sued if you have any type of bad work, right? So you want to make sure it's good work and also pops out. And then also uh, just time is good. Now the price behind it, you know, if you can find that amazing price, you're usually sacrificing one or the other. Okay. You're usually sacrificing a combination of those other two that you just got, but the time is very crucial out here and the cost it's natural to pay more. If you can get the great work quality done as well as in a timely manner, then it makes sense to, you know, all three of those. But basically these are the three things that I've struggled with on this project with my contractor there's a nice little list of some small things that I wasn't necessarily fully happy with. And he was frustrated as well at the end of the day. And that's not a good position to be in for either side. And it's not fair. And it comes down to bad leadership. I take full responsibility for my poor leadership on this particular project. And if you were at the project, like, you know, you would probably just think to yourself or even say to me, you know, maybe I'm going too hard on myself, but realistically to be able to shoot for perfection and not, you know, we're not perfect by any means, but shoot for excellence. You know, if we're shooting for excellence, then we want to make sure that as we scale our business, as we systemize our business, and as we lead other people, contractors, for example, to success, we want to make sure that there's no frustration. We're all on the same timeline, same scope of work, there's a pain point, but there's also a reward to be able to reward these guys, rightfully so, that everybody can get a win-win situation out of this, then that is exactly what it's about. So without further ado, I'm going to get out of here. I just wanted to talk about this. It is so, so important. It's very crucial. I believe it is something that you're definitely going to want to utilize in your current business for real estate investing. If you're doing a remodel, these are three super, super important things that I, I overlooked on this project because I let relationship come into play instead of business, right? So no matter how close you are, whatever the situation is, make sure you do these three things and you will succeed. Trust me, you will succeed and overcome any diversity moving forward. But without further ado, I'm going to get out of here. If you have any questions, as always, reach out. Let me know what you guys think. You can find me on facebook.com slash Brandon Elliott Investor. Otherwise, facebook.com slash Brandon Elliott REI. Instagram, it is Brandon Elliott Investments. Make sure that you follow me on uh, Instagram. I'm trying to blow that up right now, get some more followers on there and tag me in something. Let me know what you guys think about 
the podcast in general. Tag me in it. Let me know that you guys are listening to this on Instagram, Brandon Elliott Investments. And let me know what you guys think. Would love to shout you guys out and say what's up back and just message with you on there. You can always reach me at brandonelliotinvestments.com. Otherwise, creditcounselelite.com. And you know you can text 609-231-9018, credit repair, if that's what you need. Oh, and if you have not subscribed yet to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, what are you waiting for? You're missing out every single Monday. You get the newest episode. So you're going to want to subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Let me know what you guys think. Leave a review. Would love to hear some feedback. And if you have somebody that you would love to you know, listen to or get interviewed on the podcast, then connect with me. Get them to reach out to me. Love to hear their story and get it out there as well. And then, yeah, on YouTube, it's Brandon Elliott Investments as well. What else? What else? What else? I think that's it. That's it, guys. So if you guys want a copy of the book, Action Driven, or uh, Success Profile Magazines, where I talk about credit hacks, how to purchase real estate with credit, then you know you can reach out to me on any of those sites, and I would love to take care of you guys. So till next time, appreciate you guys all so much. This has been another episode of Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by Brandon Elliott. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Also, please don't forget to like, share, and leave a comment below. Thanks again for joining. Until next time, God bless.